Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's very moody in here this evening, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, an evening record. Yeah, this is a rare occurrence for us. And uh, Colin, the senior producer here at MaximumFun.org, uh, well, I'll give you a little background, Jordan. Please. Oliver Wang, mm-hmm. Dr. Oliver Wang sure. of Pop Rocket, mm-hmm. is a whiny baby. Okay. He didn't like the light in the studio. He felt it was too harsh. Sure. So, now, I would, if I was less enlightened. Yeah. If I was a, you know, some sort of Neanderthal chump. You would say it was because he was a coastal elitist? Uh, I would maybe say he should change his name to Oliver Pussy. But, <laughs> but, 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 because I... Number one, pussies are strong. Pussies are strong. Everyone knows that pussies Th- are strong. They can push out a baby. <laughs> yeah. They create life. Yeah. <laughs> so me calling Oliver Wang... Yeah. Oliver Pussy... Right. ...would be incorrect. Right. So I'm not going to do it. I'll call him Oliver Dong. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really rhyme or... What about Johnny Chode? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's call him Johnny Chode. He's a great guy, Oliver Wang. Sure. But he felt the lighting was too harsh. Mm. So senior producer Colin Anderson, I'm here at MaximumFun.org, went I, mm, to a bazaar in Bangkok mm-hmm. and purchased an LED light that goes into the, the hanging industrial lamp inside of this studio that has a remote control, like a little remote control, mm-hmm. like on a Bose Wave radio. Sure. Uh, that changes its colors. And we went with a kind of lilac. Uh, no, it's nice. Uh, are you sure that Colin just went to Bangkok for this lighting rig? Or do you think he also slipped in a little sex tourism? I can only presume that he slipped in some sex. I mean, he's happily married. But sure. Well, you know. His wife in, could have come with him. Went in Bangkok. Bang some cops. Sure. <laughs> Why not? They always say. Why not? I think that's what they always say, Jordan. I also think they say that. So anyway, yeah, yeah. but it's it's nice. I like Intimate. it. Uh, it's got a nice vibe. Um, it's not a black light, but it it does feel dormier in here. Yeah, I feel like I am recording a Lenny Kravitz album right now. Cool. <laughs> just close, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes and imagine those sweet guitar solos. We have some things. Before we introduce our guest, I think we have to address some things from last week's mm-hmm. episode. Um Martin O'Malley dropped out of the race. Mm-hmm. I think it was because of the flurry of Octonauts-related corrections mm-hmm. that he received on Twitter. Um, for our guest and new listeners, yeah. uh, you know, the worst thing in the world, I think we can all agree, the worst yeah. thing in the world above, you know, genocide and famine right. is when you... Wasting speak, diseases. Speak off the top of your head on a podcast yeah. about something that you kind of sort of know about yeah. and then get a flurry of corrections on Twitter. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, kind of make us more productive and to kind of, you know, e- make our lives easier, we have people uh, direct their comments to various presidential candidates. Right. It was so Ted Cruz for a while. If you have a correction for us, it was directed towards Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. We wanted to be bipartisan, so now we needed to direct them towards Martin O'Malley. Mm-hmm. But now that he's dropped out, we're going to have to pick a new presidential candidate. Yeah, how about this? Let's let's ruminate on it. Okay, maybe get our guests to weigh in once yeah, we introduce them, idea. which that's we have not. Idea. That's a good point. And then by the end of the show, we will have have figured out a new candidate to, uh, you know, to bother every time we say something about, you know, DC Comics or 
stacks records that you think is incorrect or, right. you know, we didn't give the gravity it deserved. Exactly. So. Booker T and the MGs. For instance. The Octonauts, mm-hmm. I said, were a family of underwater bearmen mm-hmm. that did explorations. Okay? Okay. I asserted that they did not live in an octopus house mm-hmm. and that one of them was probably a squid. Mm-hmm. Okay? The information that Martin O'Malley has received on Twitter Mm -hmm. is as follows. There are eight octonauts. The one that seems like a squid is, in fact, an octopus. Mm -hmm. One of them is a turnip. Mm -hmm. And several of them are other animals. However, I refuse to accept the validity of the other (laughs) animals. I insist I'll accept the turnip Mm -hmm. and I will accept... The octopus, although I question the logic of having an octopus-themed group in which only one of the members who is not the leader is an octopus. She's just coincidentally an octopus. Mm -hmm. Okay. But those things having been said, the rest of the creatures are bearmen. Okay. (laughs) That's confirmed by me looking at my children's toys and identifying. I know the difference between a bearman and not a bearman. It's a bear-like man. There's a variety of types, but it could be a sun bear. Mm-hmm. Maybe technically not a bear. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think those are marsupials. But the point is, and we'll figure out who to bother with that later. And okay, number two. Apparently, they have eight pods in the octopod where they live. Now, in my defense, mm-hmm. I try to avoid watching this show. I just sort of overhear it from the sure. other room sometimes. Uh, it's really important not to watch shows with your children. Sure, um, you don't guide. You don't want to guide them through it or something. You don't want to. I mean, you don't want to know what kind of messages and values they're getting. You want exactly. that to be a surprise. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like if you it's like if you gave it's like if you gave your mother her Mother's Day present and you hadn't wrapped it. Mm-hmm. You want them to have that moment of. What is this? Sure. And then they figure it out. That's how they become So you want to like just gradually find out, maybe a couple years down the line right. when your kids are, you know, six, seven, you're like, oh, you're very religious. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we were setting you down in front of some evangelical <laughs> I, Christian shows. I, I just thought that was stories about vegetables. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, those tales, yeah. those tales were, were about more than just vegetables. But in my defense. Christ's love. The octopod, as constructed for the home enthusiast, Mm -hmm. I know this because I put the fucking thing together, has four pods. I don't know if you're supposed to buy two and glue them together. There are definitely four pods. Maybe they're selling the pod. Maybe this is the racket here. This is like a two-foot-high octopod, by the way. This is not some pocket pod. Mm-hmm. This is a huge thing that I had to bring home in the car from the Bay Area after Christmas, <laughs> fully assembled. So maybe and it has four pods. I recounted. Can you buy? Is this a, you know, remaining pods sold separately kind of deal? If you want to complete the Octonauts podtorium, do you have to send away for the other ones? You think I'm gonna get some kind of Octo? catalog in the mail? I don't know. I'm just, I'm asking. Am I going to write away to L.L. Bean's signature? Sure. Their heritage for nice, for their nice, brand. Nice denim octopod. Yeah, flannel. So here's okay. mine. And I don't want to, you know, we've we've given a lot of time right. to the Octonauts. Yeah. But, so your complaint. That, we are sponsored this week by the Octonauts. Sure. The British children's television show, that The Octonauts. may or may not be religious. Hard yeah. to say. Yeah. Could, no way to know. 
So your initial complaint that started this discussion uh, was what? Can you refresh us? Yeah, I can. Um, here was my complaint. Uh, there's a plot line on this show where mm-hmm. one of the characters goes inside what he believes is an underwater cave. And it turns out to be the gaping maw of a whale shark. My assertion here mm-hmm. is that whatever kind of whatever kind of training you have, and I'm sorry to yell, Jordan. Sure. You know that I hate yeah. yelling, but this really gets my goat. Sure, this really gets my goat, Jordan. Yeah, well, and you're fully erect too. I can see it. You are having some I sort am, of anger boner. I'm long and proud. Sure, hard as a diamond. Yeah. Whatever kind of training you receive in order to become an octonaut, and I, I'll grant you, I do not know what the training is, but one presumes that there's some kind of training course. Sure. Even a correspondence course should give you the basic skills to identify the difference between an animal's mouth mm-hmm. and an undersea cave. So, do you remember? I was just playing devil's advocate, always the, you know, always the peacemaker. It's tattooed across my back. I think playing devil's advocate is the opposite of being a peacemaker, but go ahead. I'll do either. You know, when in Rome. Sure. (laughs) Do you remember what my potential explanation was? Yeah. Well, you said that they could have been – it was a vast and gaping maw Mm -hmm. that they could have been swept in there thinking that – the whale sharks could think that they were krill. But also, maybe I had a, a more practical storytelling explanation. Do you remember what this was? you got to save the cat. Well, you partially. It it's an old screenwriting trick when you do a, the pilot of a TV show. Right. A lot of times. Right. I mean, and I've written a lot of pilots in the day. Sure. Uh, two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. Right. The single guy. Yeah. After mash, yeah, these are all of mine. I write the pilots. I write the pilots, and I leave. I get the out. Tortellis. Of there. I get out of there. House. That's yeah. one of mine. Sure. The pilot of a TV show, a convention that is often used. CSI Milwaukee. Is you bring in, uh, you know, yeah, when, especially when it's a workplace, which I think the Octonauts fundamentally is. It's a workplace show. Yeah, that's true. Right. You we bring. Just, in, I remember we talked about that. We compared it to Mary Tyler Moore. You bring in a new hire. Mm-hmm. And so you, you you show them around. And they're sort of an audience process. They're an audience circuit. Right. So they learn about the world as you are learning about the world. Right. I'm on the Octonauts wiki here. Okay. Octonauts, Can you give me a URL for that? Yeah, it's octonauts.wikia.com. Got it. So if anybody else wants to visit out there, it's a lot of fun, very informative. Is it safe for work? So, uh, yes. It's, uh, yeah. This okay. looks good. I yeah, you can see. You know, job. there's some side boob here, but. Got it. You can just, I mean, there's side boob on HuffPo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Episode one, series one. It's a British show, so they call a season a series. Right, sure. Episode one, series one, mm-hmm. Octonauts and the Whale Shark. When Dashi is swallowed by a whale shark she thought was a cave, the Octonauts venture inside to rescue her. So, maybe somebody was a little hard on a little children's television program that apparently has airtight storytelling. And that show is called Paw Patrol. (laughs) (laughs) Should we introduce our guest? Yes. She's been waiting so patiently. Right. You know her as a beloved stand-up comedian, television writer, and personality. She's delightful. She's charming. 
She's wearing a varsity jacket. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to paint a picture for mm-hmm. people here. Yeah. The the wonderful Sarah Schaefer. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Thank you so much for your patience. I oh, yeah. really I, had to get that. was a longer than usual. I didn't know usual. this was an Octonauts fan podcast. Oh. I didn't know. Oh, I'm, noth- I'm nothing if not not mm-hmm. well, an Octonauts fan. That's a double negative. Let me just say what the experience was like for me just Please, now. Yeah. There was a slow – you know when you like – I mean, just like the slowest of something coming into focus. Mm-hmm. Right. Like something's coming at you from the distance and you don't know what it is. Sure. And slowly you just pick up like different clues. Like a Spanish clues galleon. And you're like, oh, it's a horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know what we were talking about at first. I didn't know if it was right. a band. Mm-hmm. I didn't know right. if it was the name of your fans. Sure. Right. Like I literally had no idea. And then slowly I was like, oh, I think it's, oh, it's a toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 it's a show. You know? it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you can eventually. I figured it out. Eventually. Yeah, sure. You're an and audience. You're an I audience have, surrogate in yeah, that way. I have heard of Paw Patrol. Okay. <laughs> Good yeah. for you, the last Sarah. Last thing you said. <laughs> Wait, why have you heard of Paw Patrol? Now, my nephew, uh, well, my three-year-old nephew watches Paw Patrol, and he gets really excited. He'll go, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. Yeah, it's really cute. That sounds very cute. It's got a pretty cool power pop theme song, Jordan. I think you might enjoy that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it goes, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, be there on the double. Oh, yeah, you know, he that's sings a, that. He's, and his version is very intense. He's like, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, be there on the double. Sounds like a cheap trick B-side. Yeah. yeah. He's a little, little smash core. Sure. <laughs> uh, do you, how much time with this nephew do you spend? Um, well, he now lives in Virginia, mm. um, which is where I'm from. And uh, Northern, Southern, Central, Central Richmond, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Richmond, and, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Tribute to the great, beautiful city. Great tribute to the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Capital of the Confederacy. Yeah, people are like, oh, that's not Virginia's not really Southern. I'm like, yes, it is. I've been to Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful um, city. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they li- used to live in Arizona, and I have my two sisters also live in Arizona. And uh, they've got all – there's just a whole bunch of kids. So did this nephew move to Richmond just of his own accord? Yeah, he's alone there. Uh-huh. He just wanted to start anew. Just making a life for himself. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, no, he's uh, he's got his brother and his mom and his dad. And his dad is my brother. And then they are about to have a little sister too. That's going to make three. Yeah. Little sister makes three, puppies. it sounds like. It's uh, an exciting time over there. I was just there for 10 days in January. It was fun. Plus they got Paw Patrol. They got Paw Patrol. Does he have a favorite? Probably Rubble, right? I don't go that deep. It's with probably him, Rubble. Right? You don't His know the favorite's specific probably Rubble. names. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he doesn't. I'm sure if we sat and watched it. He's but a like you, I let dog. them watch TV alone. Yeah. It's for the best. Sure. Let them watch some Beavis and Butthead. They don't head. want you in there. My kids mostly watch Arliss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like 75 or 80% Arliss. You know, that's probably tough because, I mean, as a, as a big Arliss head myself, mm-hmm. I signed up for HBO Go right. because I wanted all that Arliss at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. every, I mean I'm mean, i talking yeah. not only at home, on the Go, yep. on mobile, on my iPad, on my iPhone. Right. I want to yeah. be able to boot up an Arliss right. yeah. wherever I'm at. Right. Not on HBO Go. There's a separate really? Arliss app. Oh. You didn't get the Arliss app? Sure. Arliss Now. <laughs> Arliss Now. <laughs> now. Yeah, it was It was a similar, it's like a 360 deal. So they got, mm. um, uh, it was FX Networks mm-hmm. bid on Arliss. So they got uh, not only the rights to rerun it on television, of course, on the sure. Arliss Network, um, but also there's the standalone app. There's multi-platform standalone mm-hmm. app. Uh, there's a website 
Uh, and they have uh, the touring business for Arliss Live. Sure. Arliss on it, Ice. <laughs> Arliss on Is it holograms or, or is it the real cast? Oh, Robert Wool tours with it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But the rest of the cast is holograms. <laughs> and They're all dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah boy. Tough, tough living on the set of yeah. Arliss. A lot of yeah. coke, a lot of late nights. Yeah. And then you got Arliss Land in Dubai. Mm-hmm. That's in the United Arab Emirates. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The UAEs are real into Arliss. They love <laughs> Arliss. Arliss Emirates. Although, <laughs> to, yes, although, the United Arliss Emirates. <laughs> to be fair, if if you if you go to Dubai right now and you say to people, you know, what's your favorite television uh, show franchise universe, you'll get a lot of people will say Arliss. And I'm not, I mean, Sarah, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to contravene what you're saying. That mm. it's it is very popular, but. Uh, Significantly more popular is Dream On. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, like, love me some Dream On. Yeah, I would say that mostly it's like seventy Dream On, thirty Arliss. Mm-hmm. The king of Dubai now is this guy from Dream On. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that guy. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting that, that would have worked a lot better if I could have remembered kings. his name. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they can have people's hands cut off. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious! Kings. I saw kings. I saw the Queen of England on the Antiques Roadshow yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, she was personally appearing on it. Or? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that like is that is that to the UK like Obama doing a funnier die video? Yeah, I it's think just, like, that's so exactly... charming and like down to earth. Yeah, I think so. They showed her a few objects and walked her th- through. It was now, Sarah. The UK Antiques Roadshow, the real Antiques Roadshow. See, that's the thing. I've never seen the UK Antiques Roadshow. What, what, where are you getting all this UK content? Where are you I don't streaming know. it? Where, where are you streaming from, it from? From the charlatans, I guess. Sure. Um, I, you know, I, I'm a... Uh, Is there something um, you don't want to admit? Do you live in the UK? (laughs) Do you commute here from... Are you an illegal alien? I got a great cable package. Let's call it... Let's say that. Okay. I have a really good cable Mm -hmm. package, and that's Mm -hmm. how I get most of the television shows I watch. Okay. All right. I think you commute here from Wales. No, I watch it on MLB.tv. Oh, good. Yeah. You can stream that. It's a little workaround you do. Any out-of-market game. Sure. Or antique valuation program <laughs> sure, from the version. UK, British version. And I actually got I got an add on for uh, undersea bearmen. So that would be great if the Queen just had like an old pinball machine she was trying to sell, <laughs> <laughs> like just shove, like just shoves it in. Anyway, uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, do you know, guys? Know they still make new pinball machines. I went to a pinball area. No, they don't. They they have a Game of Thrones pinball machine. Can we back up for a second? Yes. Uh, pinball area. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's is that out, an area it's out of the, the city? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the pinball district. <laughs> it's out in the Nevada desert. Yeah, it's, it's right a next to government installation. Oh, right they don't to, want you to know about it. It's right next to Kick the Can Alley. Uh-huh. Just like seventies mm-hmm. children's games. Well, I mean, I could see. Number one, I don't think kick the can was something that was going on in the 70s, was it? Oh, they were kicking cans. Really? As late as the 70s? Absolutely. I was kicking cans in the 80s. You got to kick cans in the 80s. Did you kick the can? The cans were different. What part of the 80s did you grow up in? Hobo times? No, I was all of them. Manchester in 1927? I was born in 78, so I had the full 80s experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have a game. I I think, okay, 
I would say that downtown Los Angeles could very well yeah. have a pinball district. Uh, yeah. There is that Bong Street. Yeah, there's Bong. There's <laughs> bong, bong Drive. If you yeah. want, like, if you need, so, yeah, that's New York City has a lot of those little like it's di- it's the Diamond Alley, and then uh, there were places I just called. Oh, that's Shoe Row. That's where all the shoe stores are. Sure. You know? That's I think a that's very great. Uniquely New York thing. I would I love it. I would love. I got. I just want to use that bong district so bad. I don't know when I will have an excuse to get wholesale bongs. Maybe right. like for my wedding, mm-hmm. like as wedding gifts. Maybe like centerpieces. Oh, that would be nice. Like with some gardenias. Yeah, and just or you know, some really sticky buds. And just give everybody a little, a little piece of cheesecloth. Uh huh. And it's tied at the top with a bow. Mm-hmm. It has me in the name of my. You know, my beloved, whoever that ends up being. Whoever that may be. It could be Sarah Schaefer for all we know. Well, let's listen. This is, A lot would have to happen. We're having, I hear wedding bells sure. ringing. A lot, a lot of steps. We're lot having steps. a lot of fun. What's that sound? Uh, and I don't know how she'll react to this idea of the centerpieces, which is kind of a deal breaker for oh, right. okay. It's, it's going to be a deal breaker. Right, so well, if we'll you, get through it. You know, if you're not yeah. nuts about it, this ain't going to happen. Yeah. Sorry. Um, do you a little cheesecloth? Yeah. Mm. Tied at the top of the bow. Mm-hmm. It's at everybody's seat. Mm-hmm. They undo the bow. Mm-hmm. She, she's cloth, you know, un, unfurls. Sure. Got a little uh, jar of bubbles. Uh-huh. And they're going to blow those when we go to our car because it's more environmentally friendly. Right. Than rice. Birds could, could grow yeah. in them. Yeah. Birds mm-hmm. could choke. And just all the carbs. And I don't want that for the birds. Right. They're trying to slim down. Yeah. They got just got a P90X. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I, can I just say, have yeah. you ever been part of the bubble uh, send off at a wedding? Oh, I've been. Yeah, I've been part of many bubble send offs. It's terrible. What do you not like about it? Because they I don't, never work. They don't work. Bubbles don't just come out. Uh, sure. uh, everybody's like, and just liquid. It's like they're spit. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's people just spitting it's just at the bride and groom. Dripping. Yeah. Right. What kind of we- Sarah? What kind of wedding are you going to where the guests can't handle something that my two year old can do? Okay. Let's talk about when you take the wand out of a bubble thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did are shit you, just get real? Yeah. Are you blowing a bubble immediately, a perfect stream of them? No. You got to get it going. Nobody's doing it at the same time. It's a fucking mess. It doesn't work. Well, I mean, I think a, I think sparklers is the way to go. No, I think I, sparklers are fun. Sparklers is magical. Sparklers are fun. But I think with a bubble, I mean, I think the ones you're getting in bulk for wedding, you know. Get a bubble machine. No, that's probably fun. That's what you do. I guess these are probably not very high quality. Right. But I mean, right. with bubbles, it's all about the speed at which you dip and blow. It's a yeah, slow, Yeah, and nobody's going to do it at the same time. Well, so maybe they should very... fucking learn how to do it. I don't know. Oh, you're, I don't you're know. get your old elderly aunt to, like, do it right well, and everyone's sh- yelling at I, her. Ethel! I don't think it's the, listen, I don't think Guys, it's the old people. we don't need to people. yell about this. I think it's the goddamn millennials. It is. You think millennials can't handle it all they believe in is video games? They're too busy poking and twitching. Right. Twitch.tv. They're too busy twitch.tv-ing, streaming their Rocket Leagues and Mario Makers. Watching vines of... Sure. Of a biracial teen pissing in his Air Jordans. (laughs) That's what vines are, right? (laughs) Tripping over his Air Jordans, but yeah, continue. Well, I've seen some different vines. They're a lot (laughs) of fun. Uh... I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, but I think as, you know, we all grew up with the simpler pleasures. We know mm-hmm. how you do, how you just slowly dip a bubble wand. Kick into the can. Delicately. Hooping. Anyway. Hooping so the a cheesecloth unfurls. 
Hooping a stick. Uh, hooping, I'm sorry. Hooping is when you put things up your butt in prison. <laughs> sorry about that. Sure. Hooping a stick. Chasing hoops with sticks is what I wanted. So you got this bong as the centerpiece. Okay. Cheese cloth unfurls. Right. A little thing of bubbles. Right. A little uh, baggie of potpourri. Mm-hmm. Some dank nugs. That sounds really nice. And while we're having our first dance, everybody fucking just takes a huge rip. Just takes a fucking rip. Just pulls a fat rip. Just pulls a fat rip. Yeah. We're talking. sound all at the same time. Yeah. And you dance to that. You dance to the sound. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the. Yeah. But if people can't get the bubbles together, how are they going to pull those rips? Well, we're not going to fucking invite dorks to our wedding. (laughs) We don't know how to take fat rips. Yeah. I'm yeah. speaking on behalf of my future wife here. Okay, yeah. It's like we don't want anybody at and our wedding. And her aunts and uncles. And her aunts and uncles. Uh-huh. You can't pull a fat riff, rip, or play a riff. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to make this. Fat riffs and sweet riffs. Sweet riffs. That's the theme of Jordan's fat riffs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking go on our, web, our wedding website. You know who the wedding band is, my friend? The Doobie Brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the Doobie Brothers. Love those doobs. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a beautiful night. <laughs> We are going to be so Boss baked. skags in there. Yeah. Yeah, can they, maybe get the dubs to play some skags. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Do you think the dubs know any skags? The dubs will bring in skags. Yeah. I think Boss Skags <laughs> has toured with the dubs. Mm-hmm. They're friends. They like yeah. to hang out at each other's summer homes. And if you go see them at the Mountain Winery, mm-hmm. you go see the doobies at the Mountain Winery, Boss is going to come out. He's going to- yeah, he'll sit in for gonna, a couple. Yeah. They, hey, hey, boys. Want to play JoJo? Yeah. <laughs> and they'll play his hit song, JoJo. Sure. Yeah. Boss gags, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, Sarah, you mm. prefer you prefer a sparkler as the wedding send-off. Yeah. Okay. Like a, you're running through like an archway of, you know, a, a human archway of sparklers. And, you, you know, there's it's a bit of danger to it. Yeah, you might get singed. Sarah, are you, are you married yourself? Uh, I am not currently married. I was married. I did have a wedding. We did not do that. What 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 were some of the what were some of the things that uh, you did on? I like to say it's the bride's day. Mm-hmm. You know what sure. I mean. Yeah. From my perspective, it's your day. Mm-hmm. When you're getting yeah. married, it's your day. Well, and, that's the lie. But um, <laughs> <laughs> if you got married again, what would you do differently? I'm not also? getting married again. Never. Uh, uh, no. What if you uh, fall in love? I'm in love. Hmm. Um. I. Have I would get married legally if there was an extremely good reason, but I have zero interest in ever having a wedding again. You didn't like having a wedding? Oh, I loved it. It was magical, but it was magic, which isn't real. Mm. Uh, uh, no, it, you know, here's the thing. Um, I just don't believe in uh, for myself um, that I need that in my life anymore you know i grew up fantasizing about a wedding and even though i was like a very independent woman and like thought of myself as like really feminist even from a young young age you paid your own bills uh, yeah absolutely right. um and i uh you flew across the atlantic yeah mm-hmm. i flew a solo flight mm-hmm. um <laughs> and i murdered several men but um, <laughs> yeah they had it yeah. coming um but, yeah, I haven't gotten them all yet, though, so kill all men. But um, sure. but no, the... Which, just a quick question. Yeah. Do you plan on killing us before this is over? We'll see. Oh, oh, we'll I like see. that. Um, <laughs> that is a fun element of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Will a I real, be murdered? Uh, a real ticking clock. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, the... 
I really believed in the whole like soulmate uh, wedding thing, the traditions and all that. Um, and uh, then it didn't work out. And I realized I'd put a lot of stock into something that I let movies and society and, you know, Ar- all that. Arliss. Arliss especially. Sure. Yeah. Um, really like To a certain extent, thinking, HBO's real sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thinking that um, my value was tied up in um, being loved by a man and having the day of the wedding was the proof of it. Isn't that weird? It was like the mm-hmm. proof that I'm a valid person. And then realizing like, oh, no, this has nothing to do with my humanity and validity of like these trappings of – I mean I still love going to a wedding and I love – love but uh i get really squeamish now i'm embarrassed when i'm at a wedding i'm like oh my god because like, you know that it's just going to end in divorce yeah <laughs> no um uh no not that it, it's more about like when people are doing things i can tell like they're when they've just done the thing uh whether it's like oh i have five bridesmaids and then there's five groomsmen and the bridesmaids are wearing the same color dress or they're wearing the same exact dress. Like all those things I'm like, you didn't think – that has nothing to do with your relationship with this man. <laughs> sure. Like these are just things and trappings and like – and especially when the relationship isn't isn't solid. Like those things I think – you know, they say the bigger the wedding, the like le- less likely they're like a legit relationship. But mm-hmm. – I don't really believe that. I mean, I had a very small wedding, but it was very grand. I went to a in, yeah. huge wedding yeah. in my wife's family. Monstrous. This had to be a $100,000 wedding mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> that literally the marriage fell apart within six months. Oh, my. Like yeah. a monstrous wedding. The big, easily the biggest That's wedding bad. I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> Basically, immediately thereafter. I waited three years, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least, you know, no, there was no expectation to return the gifts or anything like that. Thank God. Yeah, jeez. Um, so what would you do without that stand yeah. mixer? Well, that's... <laughs> it's got attachments. You can make sausage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's one of the... I was trying to write jokes about divorce for a while, and some of them stuck and some of them didn't. But one that I never really fully developed was about, like, um, part of the pressure. Like, one is... Um, Two, it's two things. One is like you got up. It's embarrassing when you get divorced because you got up in front of everyone and swore to God and all these people that you would never leave this person hmm. forever. You would never leave him. You know at your age that you well, you know what's going to happen and I know I'm never leaving this person. It's never going to end until one of us dies. Hmm. <laughs> And uh, the, so then it's like really embarrassing when you like like and everyone pays you with gifts like here's a Dyson like now <laughs> keep your fucking promise I gave you a Dyson yeah um, you get you got a Dyson I don't mean to yeah you got a Dyson it seems like your Damn. friends are some high rollers it was family but um okay but. But His yes, family. they are uh, my high family's rollers. Yeah, not, my family's not high rollers, but um, well, they got Dyson money, so they're doing something yeah. right. And then my other joke about it, which audiences get uh, nervous when I say this, I, I'll be like, um, you know, people ask me like, "Did you know when you married him? Did you, deep down, did mm-hmm. you know?" It's like a women always asking me that because yeah. they're fucking scared they're going to marry <laughs> the wrong guy. Um, they're like, "Did you know deep down?" That it wasn't going to work out. I'm hmm. like, yeah, part of me did, probably, but I didn't recognize it at the time. Sure. 
Um, there were things that were wrong with our relationship, but I didn't know they were deal breakers because I had he was my first boyfriend that I'd ever had. So like I really didn't know what I was doing. Sure. Um, and I say and and um, and now that I'm in a long term relationship with a guy that I really love, I realize there's something that I would do, and it's um, here's how you tell if you're with the wrong person. Close your eyes and imagine them dying. And if your feeling inside is overwhelming relief, <laughs> you're with the wrong person. Because <laughs> I would have like, you know, you just, I'll like imagine, I'll just, you know, you just have daydreams that are like compulsive. Like you didn't put it in there. You weren't like, I'm now going to imagine death. It just, you just imagine something like a car accident happening or whatever. I would like just have a flash of him dying and then I'd be like well then I could start my life oh good that would be fun that would would be sorry for me and and oh and I'd meet a new man and we'd fall in love and you Mm -hmm. know just fucking crazy shit now I understand murder (laughs) now I understand because you know women I would say statistically um, this is me inventing a statistic but I think most women who murder are murdering a husband and uh, that's because we have set up this institution of marriage to be so fucking important mm-hmm. that it's, it would be easier to kill the guy. Sure. Because def- they always – like I watch a lot of like Discovery, like uh, uh, murder TV, like Discovery ID uh-huh. and, and lots of Dateline and stuff. I, and I, when, women, say- when women kill the husband, they're always like, she just wanted out. Yeah. And it's like, did you not hear about divorce? Uh, it's possible. It's very acceptable these days. <laughs> and you don't have to crush anyone's head with a brick. No, you don't have so. to try and get away with it and mm. all that stuff. Have you, do you have a plan for how you're going to murder us at all? Uh, no. No, I've never really thought about murdering someone. Um, I've thought about, I've, I've like imagined them dying in an accident and then being like, oh, that would be great. Hmm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. Uh, you know, a funny thing about a funny thing about uh, dating into your thirties is how how quick you sit down with someone and have the where do you stand on the big social norms conversation oh, like yeah. that. I feel like you will have over the second dinner. You know, it's like, well, let me. What do you think about marriage and because kids? Because why stuff? waste time? Sure. Yeah. Exactly. You know? um, uh, is has. Has that been a weird thing to talk to somebody about the I have been married and I don't want to get married again and maybe you'll be disappointed, but here's that. Oh, no, because um, I'm – well, I'm trying to – there was like a year and a half, two-year window of me being single between the divorce and mm-hmm. my current boyfriend. And during that time, I learned very quickly. Like I was really naive. I just like had never dated. I learned was learning a lot of really crazy lessons very quickly. Sure. One of which was um, don't talk about the like and the fucking tragedy of your divorce <laughs> sure. for an entire first date. Like I really didn't know. Yeah, you know, I was like, and then I was like, looking back, I was like, oh my god, I fucked that up. Um, but you know, I didn't really get far enough with anyone for that to. I mean, I, I would just be like, yeah, I'm divorced and it fucked me up, and I'm just like living my life. But then when I met my current boyfriend. Um, I had already figured out that I didn't want to get married again, and he had no problem with it at all. And I, keep, I always remind him, I'm like, do you understand you hit the jackpot? Like, <laughs> I don't 
need mm. an engagement ring. I don't need you to propose. And I'm, but I'm like, so don't like take advantage of that. Like sure. th- you could, and you still could do something really mm. big for me. I would <laughs> fucking love it. Like, but you now know you don't have to do it. So like maybe do something. Like <laughs> so there's so the jackpot. Yeah. Don't got to buy an engagement ring. No. You don't have to buy. A, you know, pay for a huge splashy wedding. Yeah. And you're bringing your own Dyson. Yeah, you're bringing a dice no, into the, the table. The oh no! no. Who's Did your you lawyer? Really you got fucked. I got fucked. Did anyway. you get to keep the stand mixer? No. What about the attachments? No, no the attachments. Because I, I thought even if you even if you didn't have the stand mixer, you could probably get the attachments to work if you attach them to like a, yeah. a power drill or something. I think I got mm. the food processor maybe. That's all right. It's pretty Is good. Set of Cuisinart. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I didn't want any of the. I kept the dishes for a while. Um. Yeah, it's weird when you're. I left him, so it was like. Um, and I would would, like I researched like what do you do when you get divorced? Like I'm googling it, and like everything I read would be like steal. (laughs) Yeah, you know if you're the one ending it, you're gonna feel guilty, so you're gonna give more to the person, and then a year later you're gonna be like, why the fuck did I let them have so much? I mean, it felt well, we broke. We didn't have much to divide up, so we divided up things. It, the and the Dyson. dividing up conversation probably was one of the worst days of my life. I mean, it's really so fucking sad. I mean, I was with him for ten years. It was so sad and so painful, and just like so. Still, the conversation was so like, like just the rage underneath was. Just, we were just like, all right, I don't fucking care. You can have it. I mean, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. I, yeah, boy, I could almost see like it being easier to like let's throw everything away. Some people do that. I Some believe people it. Just I know I have a friend who lives in an incredible house mm-hmm. that was like newly remodeled, like just fucking great, and there, it was like a, a couple that like got married, and then six months in, it fell apart, and yeah. they just left, and then now he rents this really cool house. I, I feel like I have sad divorce. I feel like I have to get a new couch every time I have a big breakup because I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't want to sit on this fucking yeah, bad the, luck, yeah, awful stuff couch. Like that is weird, but mm. um, you know, enough changes. I mean, I remember he stayed in the apartment that we had lived in for a really long mm. time, and I just couldn't understand that. I'd be like, I wouldn't be able to stay here, like, but he chose to stay there, and I don't. Actually, have no idea what he's doing or where he is. It's probably a fucking sweet man cave now. Probably I don't a beanbag chair. There. I don't think he lives there anymore. No. Plus, you get to have the you know sort of the wind blowing through your hair, and uh, you can you know you can set up anywhere. Uh, you know, you just you just park it and um, you know hook up the there's sewer and electrical. Mm. If you find a good mm-hmm. RV park, you, yeah. you hook sewer, sure. sewer and electrical. Yeah. You put out that awning, and then there's this whole community of RVers that you know what yeah. I mean. Think yeah. It's great. Yeah. Are that. you in the Good Sam Club? What is what? It's a club for RV enthusiasts mm-hmm. um, who just like to support each other and hang out, uh, be friends, uh, cook franks and beans. Mm. Uh, that, that kind of thing. Sounds like something I actually would like. I guess I'm assuming. But, I don't know a lot about mm-hmm. divorce. I just assumed mm-hmm. that you got a Winnebago. 
I I got half a Winnebago. We share it. Which half? Uh, the back half. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that you guys. I know what's up. And it's really amazing. I mean, just a kind of a testament to you sticking to your guns is that you guys can travel America in a Winnebago <laughs> and yeah. not keep up with each other, like not uh, have any idea what the other I, one is up to. It's weird because like I really this is I'm revealing things I've never really said before, but mm-hmm. uh, I hope. I hope well, we have a reputation for listen. bringing that out I of really people. I really hope he doesn't listen to this. Uh, chances are low, not a popular show. But we really. So if there's a time. To be yeah. very raw, yeah. I mean, on this program, you do yeah. not want to do it with Mark Marin because no. everyone listens to that. No, no, I wouldn't do that. No. Um, but this, I'll tell you his name and his address. Sure, and what's going to happen? No one, you know. No, I, I, um, just to be for the record, I don't. I never wanted him to die. Sure, yes, <laughs> I. Just, yeah. I that was a, a joking right. thing I thought of, sure. but. But I think what I what it really was was a feeling of wanting to escape and being unhappy and not knowing what to do. But um, unfortunately, we had a really bad breakup and we just have never spoken again. Wow. And it's very weird to me. And I sometimes will be like, I want to reach out to him and just sure. be like, we're cool, right? You know, but I know we're not. I know we're not. Sure. I know. We'll, and I knew going into it. He probably would, that it would be this way. I had to be ready yeah. for that, like because I just know him, and he doesn't forgive. I mean, not that he's an unforgiving person, but just he just doesn't. When someone would fuck him over, or not even when someone would piss him off, they would just be dead to him. He's one of the, he's a sure. Italian Catholic, like from Philly, like they're dead to me. Yeah, is he, and I know I'm dead to him. Is I don't I. Uh, we said that we weren't going to say your ex-husband's name, but yeah. is it Rocky Balboa? <laughs> it's Rocky Balboa. Okay. Um, you know, a funny thing about yeah. – yeah, I mean, I feel and like so the, you can see the, the, yeah. you know, the trouble with that. It's, yeah. Um, I feel like the being cool with your ex thing is a talent that I learned so late in life. Like I – you know, yeah. my first handful of relationships are, you know, oh, we don't – speak and if we see each other in public it's weird like but that's like a skill that I feel like Mm -hmm. I've learned and gotten pretty good with is like breaking up with someone in a nice way and then you know having some sort of friendship whether it's close or you know you can see them out without it right that's what you want I have that with guys that I had dated after him yeah we're we're cool and I feel like I you know I think everybody this is a common thing is people talking about like wanting to like rehave sex with the first person they ever had sex with because, like, oh, I'm, like, so much better at it now. I know all this sex stuff. I was probably fucking shitty at it before. So let's, you know, can we get together and rehab sex with each other so I can, you know, show off a little bit? I feel like I want to re-break up with people. Because I'm like, ah, I can do this better. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, ah. You know, I God, should, I, listen, I, I, I can right. mulligan. I have, can I, can we? I have horrible regrets about the way we broke up. Sure. But I also have things that he never was... He never – I mean he blamed me. Sure. A hundred percent. You know, even though at first he was like – Well, you're yeah, a woman is... and you have menses. So yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, I get it. Because he – you know, I did it wrong. I broke up with him in the wrong way and then I gave him the fuel he needed to per- put together a narrative of Sarah's a psycho who dumped me and fucked me over. And, you know, in a way, I, 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 I don't know. I'm like I never got a thank you. Yeah, you know? oh, wow. I never got. Oh, thank you for the story because I had to go tell everybody in my life that uh, I just wasn't in love with him anymore, mm-hmm. and that's a really hard conversation to have with your family. There, and you know, people want you to have real reasons. They, I mean, legally, they want you to have real reasons. Sure. Like 
Oh, he, did he lost the big fight. Yeah. Did he? Be, right. Did he beat you? No. Is he gay? No. Uh, did he cheat on you? No. Did he? You know, and like, but it just was not the right relationship for me. Sure. You know, but um, I don't know. I hope he's good. I hope he's good. But is his name at Rach Tacular? Uh, no. Okay. Is that someone? That's someone from our. That's someone that from our. That's someone from our Reddit. Is it's your one Reddit? Yeah. Person? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, Law I, Threeper. <laughs> These are the people who listen yeah. to our show. Yeah. There's only a couple yeah. of them. Um, but yeah, I, he blocked me out of his life completely, so I don't know. I, I only know like snippets of information. Like I think he may have moved. I don't know. Do you – do you have you, a new fighter. <laughs> he is. Have he's you, training a new fighter. He's training a young black, and it's getting. You know, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna seem like a. It's gonna seem like a cash in, but it's actually gonna be pretty good. I yeah. think. Yeah. I think it's gonna have <laughs> a lot of heart and a lot of a lot of yeah. really entertaining yeah. performances in it. Yeah. Um, do you have you do you do you use Facebook to like check in? Is that something that uh, you no. have done? Oh, uh, okay. So it's been an interesting experience of like because he blocked me mm-hmm. almost immediately. Sure. And his whole family blocked me. Um, and then, but there's ways, you know, to check up on someone. Like the app Ways. <laughs> yeah, can, Ways. You get a map well, to their and house. you say, where does this person live? And then you just sit outside their house for a while. Sure. Um, you can stop at a KFC along the way. It'll right, give you right. a little ad you, know, you can click. You wear a diaper just in case. Um, <laughs> you gotta wear a diaper. <laughs> if you see them with a new girl, no, you have to press that little ghost. Yeah, sure. I to report it, because otherwise you're not going to get Ways points. Yeah, like there was one person in his life that like he was close to that like didn't block me. So I would just sort of check her profile for a while to, in the sure. hopes of a picture. I mean, like literally, I had no no idea what yeah, he was yeah. doing, and um, that wouldn't give me much. Um, but milestones, like oh, his sister got married, oh, uh, or his, you know, his sister had a kid, or or oh, I, like just profile pictures, like because there was a while where like I could see the profile picture, but not anything on the page. Or but if you don't, you know, there's different ways of block. Like there's different levels of blocking yeah. and privacy on Facebook. Um, and then I, f- through a friend of mine, like who knew who, mutual friend of ours, told me who he was dating. Mm-hmm. And then I be kind of like started stalking her page, but like we weren't friends, and she had everything private. But I could sure. see her profile picture. So if her profile picture featured him, I would know something. Like, right, right, sure. You know, and it's just curiosity. I, I'm, I'm, you know, and like it was a very traumatic breakup for me. I mean, it was like a major event in my life like so major and i just wanted um we didn't have a lot of closure so it was like it just sometimes information feels like some you're somehow getting through it that closure thing is so weird it's so it's like a it's like a what what is this for you know uh, yeah you feel like you right you're like this has equal chance to make me feel yeah. shitty or better and i don't know what it's going to be until i look at yeah. the fucking i mean thing. i spent my entire 20s with him yeah and then nothing mm. you know it's very strange like and um the thought that we would never speak again i mean you know sometimes i'm like i should reach out to him and then i'm like but no he he shut me the fuck out of his life and this is what he gets now he has full access to me because i have podcasting sure. I, I tweet what i'm doing and you know it's all part of my like comedy yeah but he doesn't actually know what's going on in my life because i don't really like especially now i don't project 
what's happening personally as much as I used to because I had a podcast where I would say like every week like well this is what happened Um, (laughs) I like your podcasting voice that you used by the way welcome (laughs) Um, struggling with some seasonal depression (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you about my interaction at the bodega Um, (laughs) like it really just Cleveland you're you're on the line with Secretary Kissinger (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like he he can he knows what's going on in my life if he wants to. Okay, I don't have that option. Sure. You know. Can I suggest? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a therapist. Mm. I'm not an IT consultant. Mm. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not a chef. Mm-hmm. What was I talking about? <laughs> just things you're not. <laughs> you want me to? You're not this. a therapist, but you have some advice. You have, you some, have some advice. Emotional advice. Check out what kind of LinkedIn endorsements he has. Mm. That's my tip for you. Oh, mm-hmm. get into the LinkedIn thing. What See, kind I of never, endorsements I don't does he have on LinkedIn? Mm. I've never really been on LinkedIn. Well, well, can I tell you one thing that happened that was really it's great for networking? Yeah. This is, a, this is a cautionary tale. Please. If you're doing reconnaissance on the internet, just mm-hmm. just trying to get a morsel. Yeah, I just want to know that he's okay. I just want to know what his life is. What is his job? Just like, a little what is he num-num. doing? You know, like. Um, How's his mom? So, uh, yeah, seriously, like I want to know. Is like, he still a part of that mom. adult kickball league? Yes, like, yeah. um, and I, because I don't hate him, you know, sure. like I like still think of him fondly. So, um, uh, he uh, was dating this girl, like, and he might still be dating her. I'm not sure. Um, and for a while, I could like see maybe her Instagram or something, and then like I got blocked. I was like, "Oh, she must have figured out who yeah. I was, and like maybe blocked me, or maybe she did some app to see." I don't know. I'm like, she knows. But then why? Time... Yeah, like there's a mystery app that tells right. someone when so, I'm. Yeah. So my only way of accessing information would be, and it still is, is to go because I. Oh, see, here's the thing: he had blocked me across all mm-hmm. platforms. Sure. But on Facebook, I quit a couple – I deactivated my account a couple mm-hmm. years ago and started like a very private page and then have a, I have a fan page. So – because you have to have a private page to run a fucking fan page. It's like the, right. ah, sure. social right. media makes me crazy. So um, – but then I was like, oh, he doesn't know because it's a different name. And I'm like, he ain't – he hasn't blocked this. Yeah, account, you so could I can at least get in see there. the picture sure. and the location. Hmm? Like I – you know, I, because – it, most people, I think, nowadays have gotten smart on Facebook, and they keep everything private um, unless you're friends with them. Sure. So you can only see, like, their profile picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that was more than I had before. So I was all excited, like, oh, I can see at least a little bit. Right. You can see what David right. Buster sees And at. I could see her. <laughs> yeah. Like, I saw her page, and it was, like, a picture of them holding hands. And I was like, oh, my God. They, they're together still. Like, you know, I'm just looking for anything. Sure. And... I noticed one day I was on my phone and I was like, it had been a while. And by the way, I do this maybe once every six months now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been like seven years. Like I don't do this often. But every once in a while I'll be like, what's he doing? I don't know. And I'll just Google his name just to make sure he's not dead or something, you know. Mm -hmm. And like – and I was looking at her Facebook profile just to see like do they still live in Brooklyn? Do they – you know. And I saw that it – a little check had been marked off and it was like friendship requested, like pending, friendship pending. Like mm. at some point I had accidentally clicked the like plus oh, sign. Oh, no. And I don't know when because womp, it was like – and it could have been – and like so she knew. She probably Jeez. knew. Like, <laughs> that it, that, 
it's so embarrassing, but it's like, what? You're not, you know, what are you going to do? Like, you have full access to my life. Like, you can just literally look at my, anything I do and know where I am, basically, generally, like sure. what I'm doing, what my career is up to. But you don't have any, I have no information about you. So, like, can you blame me? I'm yeah, just yeah. curious. Sure. You know? She's just curious, folks. Just curious. I, uh, you're listening to Just Curious with Sarah Schaefer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. Like, where are you? <laughs> like, uh, when you the 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 accidental because I mean Facebook is a is a is a bad website. It has a, it's 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 not a fun one to be Mind, on. It is minefield, uh, and it has so many little nubbins and boopins. Yep. Yeah. When you're scrolling around, and if you know you're not, I'm not a graceful man. Yeah, on, if you're all if you're all thumbs, I'm all thumbs. I'm uh, bad on my feet, bad online. Uh, Jordan Morris, 2016. <laughs> um, I am so like okay. So a a you know just a a something that comes with like internet dating is like is like you know going to this like it's a little step. You're like oh you we meet on our app that we're using yeah. And then you be friends on Facebook, and that's like a little step. It's like we're mm-hmm. taking this a little more seriously. Opening we're, yourself up a little more. I want to see right, and then you know, there's the cursory. I want to look down all their photos. Right. Oh, yeah. Not you want to see what kind of endorsements they have. I want to see. Yeah, you want to <laughs> see who they're hanging with, vacations they've uh, took, weddings they've yeah, been to, yeah. and I feel like I want to do it with jeweler's tools because oh. if you click that fucking three-year-old oh. picture La- you are you oh, are dead. you're a you're scum have you, have you, you are seen scum the meme? have you seen the meme it's like somebody like a a, a, a like jewelry robber like in the lasers mm-hmm. you know like when uh, uh in a heist sure Catherine Zeta Jones yeah. in, in the trailer for yeah. entrapment she's like in, yes she's in all the lasers mm-hmm. yeah and it's the meme is like when you're like three years deep Oof. In your ex's like Instagram, yeah. and, and you're trying not to like you're if just you like boop. I'm not gonna set off the alarm. Yeah, <laughs> it's so I've done that. I've done that for sure. Like, m- but more on like friends that like maybe we have an estranged relationship. And oh like, yeah, going sure. deep into their you know, and I accidentally like the worst is if you like accidentally like like some like when you there's so many deep levels you can stalk someone. Mm-hmm. So like you can look at their Instagram. Well, then you can look at the their tagged photos. Mm. Then you can look at the comments on the tagged photo. Like, you can go deep. And so if you accidentally like something that's on one of those deeper layers, yeah, it's right. really fucking you weren't, you weren't just looking at the photos. You were looking on the comments of the photos yeah, and are there yeah. for a scumbag. And also, did this happen at 2 a.m.? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a Saturday? Sure, right. Yeah. So why were you doing this? <laughs> I uh, I was recently uh, – I recently visited my middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the head of my middle school is a girl I went to middle school with, which is oh, wow. very interesting. Yeah, she and I really? exchanged emails before I visited, and uh, she asked me how my middle school <clears throat> girlfriend was doing, mm-hmm. um, who I also dated briefly separately in high school. We also went to high school together. Uh, we, went to the, we went to a prom together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do I not know... There's literally no information about her. I was like, how is she doing? Mm-hmm. I Googled her name. There's no information about her in the last 11 years. That- oh, isn't that interesting? Some people are really off the grid. Yeah. They're dead. What is she doing? How is she not on any of these things? But she might have gotten married. She has married. a very distinctive name. She might have a different name. name. She, she could- might be married. That's true. I tried to find a, a pen pal. 
um, that I had. I had a, mm-hmm. a real live pen pal. Like, okay, so remember chain letters? Sure. Yeah. They were like legit. You would get it in the mail and it'd be like, you better copy this letter and send it to 10. Oh, yeah. And then they were kind where you would send it to the stranger. Mm-hmm. You would you would create a little list of different people's addresses and then you'd send them a letter and it was a way to like meet people all over the country sure. or whatever. Yeah. Well, there was this girl on this list. I got a letter in the mail from It's actually friend. how I met my wife. Mm. Oh, that's so great. A chain letter. Oh <laughs> it's actually God. how I met your mother. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. Oh. Um, so, yeah, the uh, – the chain letter, I started up a pen pal ship with this girl in, like, Ohio, mm-hmm. Anna Boudinot. Yeah. Boudinot. I don't know. It was, like, a French name. It's pronounced an octonaut. Uh, um, Anna ba- octonaut. Right. Um, and we had, like, we would write, like, novels to each other. We'd write sto- short stories and send them to each other. We'd send <clears> big <throat> envelopes of things and tape. We would record our voices. And, and I, like, years later, like, had forgotten about her. And I was like, I want to find her. And I could, and I was like, I can now. Isn't that amazing? And then I couldn't, and it was mm. really sad. I can't find a. Cl- I was. I've uh, looked for a close childhood friend, uh, Travis Bridenstine, for a while. Cannot find him on anything, and he doesn't seem like an off the grid guy. But maybe, maybe when he went to college, yeah. he did a. You know, he. He smoked, could have gotten married. The and and take his, took in his wife's name. He could have. Took in. I miss him. Miss took him, did. Excuse me. Miss him every day. Anyway, Travis. Bri- Travis, Travis Bridenstine, Mission Mich- Big B. I put. Uh, we a- should get Mark Marin to mention his name on WTF. <laughs> sure, and then people then will people write would hear in. it. Yeah. yeah, I just did a, a video uh, that was out this week for Fusion mm-hmm. that network, and it was sure. Like, this is a hot this, new network yeah. for millennials. Yeah, and I did a little thing like it's very like a cute little internet video with lots of jump cuts and graphics and things. And it was me talking about social media <laughs> and how it's like bad for your mental health, and. Like, but how you can't get rid of it, but because you need it, kind of sure. for your business, you know, whatever. And um, somebody left a really interesting comment, and they were, and I was like, that's such put in such a nice way, or just a eloquent way. Um, he was like, you know, I quit social media for one year because it was de- making me depressed completely. And he said, and I actually missed it, and it was sad because it has changed the way we interact with people mm-hmm. in our real life. He's like, so people are so dependent on social media now that, like, he goes, I would miss out on things. I would not I would miss out on social events. Sure. Um, people rely on social media to keep up with each other's lives. So they don't call you or text you and say, how are right. you? Right. They, they assume you have seen the, yeah, the, the picture that they yeah. put up of them yeah. at the Blue yeah. Bayou at Disneyland, right. for instance. Or that you, that you got engaged or you're having sure. a baby. Like, people rely on social media. So he was like, I Maybe they had that splash, nice splash they had that nice Monte Cristo at the Blue yeah. Bayou. Or on yeah, Splash like, Mountain or on Disneyland. Splash Mountain. Yeah. Sure. Having a I nice Monte Cristo. Sure. You're maybe yeah. on Tom Sawyer Island. Yeah. Having a nice Monte. You could get a Monte Cristo anywhere at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it was very, it was, I thought that sentiment was like, it's true. It's like, we are, you know, we, we social media, there's, there's a, definitely going to need to be a balance somehow. Mm-hmm. Guys, we've so, talked about this for an hour. Mm, 15 minutes on the Octodots, 45 sure. minutes on this. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I'm Renee Colbert, a dog wanter. And we host a show called Can I Pet Your Dog? The podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. You can find us every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. So, now what is this? Is it just a podcast where all we do is talk about dogs? Sort of. Uh, We definitely have a segment called Dogs We Met This Week, where we tell you about, you know, dogs we met this week. We also have a segment called Dog Heroes, as well as Cool Dog Tech and Stupid Dog Tech. We also have some of your favorite celebrities. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton, has been a guest. We've got Leslie Margarita. Uh, We've had Nicole Byer, Ann Wheaton, all the best uh, dog-related celebrities. So check us out every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. Can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? Renee and Allegra. C-I-P-Y-D. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sarah Schaefer. Canadian. She's too, <laughs> she's too dignified. She's you a dignified young woman. She's a dignified young woman. Hey, we got a sponsor on this week's program, Jordan. Jordan, Jesse Go, supported in part by our friends at Warby Parker. A new concept in eyewear. Prescription glasses starting at $95, including lenses. Hey, Sarah Schaefer, nice glasses. Where did you get those? I actually did get them at Warby Parker. That sounds like a great value for Mm -hmm. glasses that attractive. Well, I didn't pay for them. Okay. So, well, fair enough. Well, if you, someone else if did. someone wanted to pay for them, that'd just be $95, including lenses. Let's and just you say use... a boyfriend who doesn't have to buy an engagement. <laughs> Actually, no, it was MTV. Ah, our friends of we music were doing television. Wardrobe, and they were they wanted different. They wanted me to experiment with different glasses because of the glare. Mm. And I ended up buying Warby Park. They they bought them for me, and that was very nice of them. And these have been my signature frames for probably going on three years now. Well, let me say this: Warby Parker is not only great if you need a great value on sure. eyeglasses. It's great if you need signature frames for an ill-fated but hilarious. MTV yeah. comedy news program. Yeah. And hey, they've got a home try-on program. Yeah. You can order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to you for free. You can try all the frames on, get a feel for them, and get feedback from others. Aunts, mm-hmm. uncles, celebrities. Sure. Yeah. Claric. You mail them back to Warby Parker. Clerics. Sure. Yeah. Claire. Yeah. Yeah. Claire, you'll get feedback from Claire. <laughs> Claire, Claire knows? is so stylish. Maybe you have a priest named Claire mm-hmm. yeah. who is both a Claire and a cleric. Oh wow, they did, they let women be priests now. That's don't. It depends on the denomination, Sarah. Sure. Look, I'm spiritual, <laughs> not religious. <laughs> hey guys, go to WarbyParker.com/slash/JJGo and order your free home tryouts. WarbyParker.com. Slash JJ Go. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk free. There's free shipping all around. WarbyParker.com slash JJ Go for your new signature frames. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jordan, speaking yes. of free shipping, mm-hmm. uh, if you go to putthisonshop.com right now and use the code FULLCHORT, you get free shipping on any of a broad variety of gentlemen's accoutrements. Just for gentlemen? There's no women's stuff? I think there's a lot of things ladies might like, too, but it is oriented towards gentlemen. Okay. Look, anyone wants a silver Vesta case that's shaped like a pair of trousers from the 1880s. (laughs) 
Vesta case is where you keep your matches so they stay dry. Okay. okay? That could be for boys or girls. Look, anyone, yeah. everybody wants that. Totally. Go to putthisonshop.com. Use the code full chore. I just put up a bunch of uh, gorgeous woolen blankets, which... Now, that's something that anyone uh, from any gender can appreciate. You're talking to a real blanket head over here. Mm. Oh, really? You're a blanket head? Oh, my God. No, I'm actually What do you like? Joking. Throws? What do you like? Throws? I do you like a mohair? I fucking love blankets. You like a Pendleton? <gasps> oh, my God, a Pendleton. We got day. a few Pendletons. Mm-hmm. I want a Pendleton so bad. But I like to make my own blankets. Oh. Uh, I also... Like when you see me in a, at a home store, like or any you know any kind of boutique that sells home goods of any kind, like a home, you goods. will see me, yeah, like a home goods, mm-hmm. but especially in the boutiquey, like sure. you know, like a uh, boutiquey like, kind of, like mm-hmm. like it's you know, boutiquey, like it's boutiquey, you know, yeah, it's, right. it's it's like a real kind of tiki, like home goods, but more boutiquey. It's like tiki, like but a, with a boo. On sure, the like a tiki tie yeah. kind of, you know, like a tropical. When you see me going yeah. to one of these stores. You will I it's compulsive. I will touch and feel up every blanket in mm. the place. I will just be like What kind uh, of blanket are you looking for? What's your dream blanket? I love all types. I love a throw. I love a quilt. I have a uh, my one of my prized possessions when I moved to LA, I carried it physically on the plane with me because I if anything was to happen to it in the move, I would never be okay with it. It's a quilt made out of my mom's clothes. She's dead. So it's extremely important to me. I'm sorry to hear about that. That's okay. The quilt, I mean. I mean, it's never going to be okay. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the quilt is amazing. I mean, yeah. it really worked out. Um, <laughs> no, the quilt is like my prized possession. But it was it couldn't have been better because I love blankets. And to have a way to remember her and her to be around me mm-hmm. is just so great. I have a one of my other – my other one is called a zig, Zigzag. Zigzag is a blanket that a family friend made for me when I sort went to college. Sort of a special blanket for dank nugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not going to lie that uh, um, I, I had a blankie when I was little. And I still have my blankie. Um, well, my from when I was is little. gone. Well, and I've got mine on hand at any time I need some comfort. Sure. My Just blankie. pull out. My blanket's cold cubby. Just pull it out. Pull blankie, it out. Put it between my was, fingers. <laughs> blankie was... Um, yeah, put it between your fingers. That's that was the whole. Point I like to put mine down in the webbing. Yes, mm. my, well, see, my blankie comforting. was at this point. It when when I had it as a baby blanket, it, it was a uh, some sort of knit, and then it had a satin edge. Sure. And all I had left of it, I had tattered it up. It, it to, of overuse and tattered it up. To some <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, and, as a wild yeah. a wild spring break. Yeah. A mm-hmm. wild spring yeah. break. Um, and it was just a a little strip of. Um, satin just all gnarled up and knotted up and it was like about a foot long and I would carry it like in between my fingers and then I, w- I sucked my thumb I s- actually still do which is a whole other conversation mm-hmm. but I would suck my thumb and hold Blanky up to my nose and the smell of Blanky was just like probably like a boob in my mind like mm, like yeah. reminiscent of like skin and like it you is know. boobish yeah yeah and um and uh, yeah, Blinky got left in a hotel, and uh, I was devastated. And then when I was older, when was this? Three, four years ago? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. It was in Miami. Um, no, um, no. The it was in a hotel in Richmond. Actually, my mom used to like. My mom was so into Christmas, and she would have us go and stay downtown in the nice hotel in Richmond. 
because there were lights down there and the hotel was decorated all nice. Mm-hmm. And she wanted, and we would just go downtown and stay in a hotel for a night and then go see Santa Claus the next morning at Tallheimer's, which was like, or Miller and Rhodes. Those were like old department stores. When you say old department stores, you mean whites only? <laughs> Definitely whites only. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, I left Blanky in a, in a hotel and my, and it occurred to me when I was like oh, much older, probably in my 20s, that my mom may have just taken Blanky because mm. it was definitely uh, time. Sure. This was a tough love situation. Yeah, I was like, what if she made me think that we had lost it? Yeah. And I thought, my first thought was, It's funny her. that you mention it because Cubby, for a while, mm. was living on a farm where she mm. could run more. <laughs> sure. <laughs> now that I think oh. about it. Yeah. Oh, poor Cubby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought at first I was mad and then I was like, but that would mean she still has Blanky. And I was so hopeful that she had lied to me. <laughs> right. That's how bad I wanted Blanky back in Aww. my mid-20s. And I went into her room and I was like, Mom, I need you to tell me the truth right now. And she was like, what? What have I done? <laughs> He's your real father. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. Okay. Oh. I had a blanket question. <laughs> my, I can't even tell you what it is because it's like so crazy. Like... But my mom yelled out something really crazy like that in an argument I had with her. Like, <laughs> sure. When I was like 21 years old, she was like, she yelled out something. I'm from another time. No, no. It was something about like her past. Oh. And, like I, That she was just like, because she, I was saying, she knew um, that. Because I got divorced after she died. Um, I but... stole you at a bus depot. <laughs> she did. I used to no. be in the Kiss Army. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> guessing. I was a general. <laughs> sure. Oh, you're getting warm. Stop guessing. It's making me nervous. Um, okay, but no, she. Uh... General in the Kiss Army. Admiral in the Kiss Army. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess an admiral would be in the Kiss Navy. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, let's be let's be right about it now. Sure. Um... Rear, rear Admiral Starchild. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went into a room and asked her about Blanky, and she said, no, we really did lose Blanky, and my heart sank. Yeah. And all those feelings just came rushing back. Did it smell yeah. like boobs in there? Yeah. No. Well, warbyparker.com. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot. Sorry. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. You guys, I'm so excited to introduce to you my new baby, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. This is going to be a really fun look at things that I find curious, whether it's a menstrual cup, it might be the Romanoff family, it might be fracking, it could be Carly Fiorina. I don't even know. Who knows? It's going to be whatever I think is interesting. I can't wait to bring it to you guys. We're going to be bringing in content experts. I'm going to be learning the things. It's only going to take about 30 minutes for you to expand your baby brains with me and have a super fun time. So I can't wait to see you on our first episode of Getting Curious. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sarah Schaefer, queen. Yes. Yas, queen. Yes. Yas, queen. Yes. Queen of my life, queen of everything. Yes. Queen Bay. Sure. Yes. Oh, wait, that's Beyonce. But I am Beyonce. Oh, cool. Inside. That's lovely to meet you. Mm. I've always wanted to meet Beyonce. This is a real thrill. Real <laughs> thrill for me. The people that most people know as the person that most people know as Beyonce is Beyonce on the outside. Mm-hmm. Inside. 
Willard Scott. Ooh. A lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't know that. Right. People don't realize that celebrities um, switch bodies a lot. It's <laughs> something that they give you when you get verified yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, when you get into the Illuminati, you yeah. can you're allowed you can to switch jump into different celebs. flesh yeah. vessels. Is they this call another? Them. Was this another wardrobe thing at uh, your MTV show? Yeah, they were Sarah? like, "Come into this room," and mm-hmm. they told you how to do it. And mm-hmm. you know, you, you have both have to hold a skull at the same time, mm-hmm. and then you say some stuff, and then you. Switch. Alas, poor York. <laughs> mm. I was referencing that movie. What was that movie? Hamlet? No. There was this body switching movie with the father and the son, like Freaky Friday, but it was somewhere in the... It was Judd... Nelson? Judd... No. Hirsch. Uh, yeah? No? One of the Judds. No, I don't know. Why no Judd Ashley. No, I'm really bad with celebrity names, so okay. I don't like to say anything. So this was a like an 80s, an 80s body switch movie. It might movie. have been um, Fred Savage. Okay. Um, and they both held like a skull and they were like, and I can't believe I don't know what the fuck this is. Don't know. Sorry. Mm, well, you don't place. really know what it is either. So don't yell at us. When something momentous happens to you, like you grab a skull with mm-hmm. your dad, who's Judd Hirsch and you go, you're going to make fun of me when it is. Switch bodies. I'll go. It was, this is why we need it. Toby McGuire. This is why we need a presidential candidate to direct all this shit at because. Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. I wasn't that far off. That was close. Pretty close. Judd is close to Judge. No. What was it called? Have you been watching Judd Joe Brown? <laughs> yes. I have been watching Judd Joe Brown. I love it. It's every 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 day at three. I turn on Judd Joe Brown. <laughs> That's fun to me. When something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN. Jordan, what's that number? 206-984-4FUN. For our segment, Momentous Occasions, let's have one momentous occasion this week. The movie was called Vice Versa, 1988. Thank you. It seemed odd that they would put the Hi, year in the title. <laughs> Guys, shut up. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Calling shut in with a momentous up. occasion uh, that happened over my family Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, family Christmas. We were having a discussion about road trips. Wait, pause it, Brian. My started to talk about... Nothing momentous ever happens to me, but I something momentous happened, and I thought I gotta mention this on our segment "Momentous Occasions." Please, I was driving in Highland Park, California, mm-hmm. it's a neighborhood in Los Angeles slash city. I don't understand why Los Angeles neighborhoods are also cities. I have not figured that out nine years in. Mm-hmm. There was a big conversion van, like a '70s conversion van, like the kind that would have uh, like an Aztec dude painted on the side, sure. or like a wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a middle-aged woman uh, leaning fully out of the passenger side window. Like, I'm talking about full torso out the window. Okay. And, like, she was husky. Mm-hmm. She was like a huskier middle-aged woman. And in one hand, she had a hairbrush. And in the other hand, just a three-foot-long wig. And she was just <laughs> brushing the shit out of it. <laughs> As they were driving? Yeah. It was parked. Okay. Uh, but she was just like, honey, I'm not going to brush the wig inside the van. Yeah. Going to get, get wig leavings all over the place. Yeah, just mm-hmm. gone on up out of there. Okay, let's take this call. It's pretty momentous, I thought. I don't know. I don't ever leave the house. I Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Calling in with a momentous occasion uh, that happened over my family Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, family Christmas. 
we were having a discussion about road trips, and my grandmother started to talk about one of her friends who had just bought a doll to put in the side of her car so she could drive in HOV lanes on the East Coast. As she was, as Grandma was describing the doll, it became more and more apparent it isn't like just a mannequin that you stick in. And then Grandma said, you know, it's one of those blow-up dolls that you get at the truck stop so the truckers can put it in the HOV lane. It became pretty apparent that my grandma's friend had bought a blow-up sex doll to put as a passenger in her car to use the HOV lane. So somehow our family managed to not break out laughing, but the second we got into the car, we all looked at each other and went, was grandma talking about sex doll? Sure enough. Have a good day. Bye. You know what would be a good thing to put in the passenger seat of an HOV lane? Hmm. Three talking animals standing on each other's shoulders, but they're wearing a trench coat. That would be fun. That's the way to do it. Uh, On the subject of older people maybe not being, you know, keen on something. Truck shops. Truck truck stop. Yeah, truck stop jizz receptacles. Right. Uh, It's it's every day on on at midnight uh, before before old Chris Hardwick gets out there and does his rehearsal. The uh, stage manager... Who's a who's a delightful man, a lovely man, a nice old kind of Hollywood lifer. Mm-hmm. He gets up there and just kind of does a does a quick run through of the script, and just you know, so for cues mostly. Mostly yeah. it's like this video plays then, this graphic comes up then, uh, and he's and he's got one of these voices. He's got one of these I'm an old Hollywood lifer voices. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's seen a lot of shit and he's got a million stories and he's just a great old guy. Well, you want to talk about Burt Reynolds? Let's talk about Burt Reynolds. I know, Burt. I was at Musso and Frank's with Burt Reynolds and, you know, right. <laughs> and there was uh, there was a line in the script that uh, mentioned uh, uh, fuck boys. Mm-hmm. And it was, That's F-U-C-C-B-O-I-S. Yes, and it was spelled that way in the script. Right. And he pronounced it. Fuck boss. <laughs> oh. oh, it's the so traditional funny. French pronunciation <laughs> fuck of fuck boys. Fuck boss. Beautiful pronunciation too. <laughs> Beautiful. You can he's tell he's maybe originally some from Montreal. Maybe? Sure, I don't know. You know fuck what's boy. great? I'll tell you the things that are really great about Montreal that mm-hmm. they don't talk about because sure. people talk about continental and all this different mm-hmm. stuff. Number one, they have great bagels. They have a special kind. Of smaller bagel mm-hmm. that's really amazing. Okay, that's the number one. Uh, number two, great restaurants mm-hmm. in Montreal. A lot of people don't know that about Montreal, but really great restaurants. And the third thing, of course, is the fuck boss. The fuck boss. <laughs> yeah. Fuck boss. Get some great fuck boss. Mm-hmm. If gravy on them. <laughs> exactly. And gravy cheese and curds. Cheese curds. Yeah, it's really tasty. <laughs> it's nice, squeaky cheese curds, mm-hmm. you know? Do you know what we're talking about, Sarah? What? Fuckboys. <laughs> I know what a fuckboy is. Fuck. I deal with fuckboys all day long on the internet. Mm. That's what the, that's the internet is made up of, a series of fuckboys. Yeah. Oh, God. We'll, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. La, 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 la. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sarah Schaefer. Hey, guess what, Jordan? Hmm. We just announced we're... Max von Kahn East is on. Do it. It's happening. Get Labor, in there. East. Labor Day weekend. Get in there. You know about regular Max von Kahn, which has a I secret do. lineup. So I'm, we're not going to talk about why you know, Sarah. Okay. 
but now people who can do do the math, you know, sure. those people who've done a lot of escape rooms, mm-hmm. they can probably figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's escape room enthusiasts mm-hmm. plus paintballers could probably figure it out. Too. <laughs> yeah. Also, if I don't know, you do bar trivia once a week. <laughs> can I tell you about how I found out about what Max von Kahn that it existed? How did you find out? Yeah, I was in an airport. Uh, in maybe somewhere somewhere in America, mm-hmm. traveling. And you saw a group of the best-looking five people you'd ever seen in your life. Uh-huh. And I thought, where are you going? Mm-hmm. And I want to go with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I was in an airport um, traveling for comedy of some kind. Um, and someone came up to me, a girl, and she was like, are you Sarah Schaefer? And I was like, yeah. I mean, I and definitely at this point not getting recognized very much. In fact, almost never had it ever happened. And she, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. And then we started talking about that. And then she was like – and we just were having small talk. She's like, oh, I just came from Max FunCon. And I was like, what is that? And she told me. And I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. What? <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. who knows why? Sure. And then I this like looked is so it up interesting. And, you know, sure. Yeah. Max Franconis, we're going to have uh, deposits uh, in the next couple of weeks, um, and then tickets are going to go on sale fully in April. But just so you know, it's on, like Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you'll come. Uh, mostly because I don't want to lose a bunch of money on it, hmm. but also because it'll be fun if you come. Sure. It's about as fun as it gets. Sure. Yeah. Max Funcon East. Uh, Sarah Schaefer. Uh, let's say I'm a, uh, let's be honest. Let's say I'm a young fuck boy. Sure. Yeah. And I'm interested in following you on, uh, mm. uh, social media. What, what would I go to? Like an at Sarah Schaefer probably? No. No. Um, I'm at Sarah Schaefer one. Okay. Because At that Sarah Schaefer was two was taken? Time. Yeah. And I love two. But, um, no. It's <laughs> the dumbest reason. Um, I joined Twitter pretty early um, when it after it became you know an app or I mean it wasn't I don't even know if there, it, after it was a thing yeah uh, after it became uh, alive and um, I didn't know that it was going to be a big deal mm-hmm. um, and I joined it and I I chose the username Sarah Schaefer one even though Sarah Schaefer was available because. Hmm. Sarah Schaefer 1 was my AOL Instant Messenger hey, name. Hey, there you yeah. go. And I wanted consistency. Yeah. Now looking back, what was I fucking thinking? <laughs> yeah, that's why mine is BlazeBoy420, mm-hmm. at BlazeBoy420. Yeah. Jeez, you know? But I'm Sarah Schaefer 1 across all platforms. Um, I'm oh. on the Insta. I think that's a fun branding element uh-huh. that you can lean yeah. into. Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Facebook fan page has is, is been revamped recently. But I've I've met someone from Facebook, and they were like, "Come here, and I'll show you some stuff." And it was creepy how quickly they were able to do things to my page. I was like, "You really in there?" Aren't you? Sure. Um, <laughs> and You're like, can you tell me anything about my ex husband? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, "Can you get in there for me?" Um, Periscope. Oh, Sometimes, I don't Periscope. What as are you much scoping? I love Periscope. I used to dance on Periscope. Sounds yeah, like fun. Yeah, sounds like fun. I would set it up so I could see people's responses on my TV, mm-hmm. but it was like you couldn't see the TV. I had it all set up so sure. I could dance and, and interact with people without being like right by the phone. And um, that was fun. I need Periscope more. 
Yeah, I think gotta, we could all agree. You we, got a we could all probably right? all pair in 2016. We could all be periscoping more than we are. Get them, get them, get them. Sure. I need to Them exercise scopes. more. I need to drink less. Yep. I need to periscope more. It's There's, time. It's the yeah. I'm almost it's the 40, three. The three pillars of a wonderful life. Yeah. More exercise. I need to get a convertible. Less alcohol. <laughs> And of course, a convertible. Yeah. yeah, throw it into gear, baby. Sure, top down. Mm-hmm. Sun's out, buns out. <laughs> Wait, sun's ass out, up. buns out. Yeah, that's, I ride in a, a convertible, ass up. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Tits just out, ass up. That's the way we like to drive a convertible. Hands on my ankles. Sure. That sounds fun <laughs> and not, dangerous. It's not safe. It's fun and dangerous. You don't have a lot of uh, center of gravity. When yeah, you crash like a lot that in the back of a convertible. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. I, I also want to mention one last little bit of business here. Max Fun Drive's really right around the corner. Sure, it's coming up in March. Lots of fun shows. Get ready to support MaximumFun.org because mm-hmm. we rely. We're, we're going to be relying on you. I'll never get my convertible. Mm-hmm. Much less my fuck boss. <laughs> Come on, fuck boss. We know you're out there. <laughs> Brian Fernandez, the producer on the board, laughing so loud his laughter pierces the soundproof, soundproof booth. We always appreciate his enthusiasm. You can join us on uh, Twitter and Facebook at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. Uh, use the hashtag JJGo over there. Uh, and, of course, on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com, where uh, uh, you can meet Sarah's ex-husband, Law Threeper, <laughs> um, and lots of other fun folks. Jordan, are you leaning into the microphone because you have something important to say? Nope. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, I like to give you visual cues that I'm about to do something, but then not do it. Keeps you on your toes. Jordan just went, huh? <laughs> oh, no, I was just <laughs> inhaling and holding up a finger. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Yeah, go on Reddit. Cool. (laughs) We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.